You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 120. <laughs> We're already there, guys. The solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Vaughn Worsley here. I have been wanting <laughs> to talk about this episode for. I don't know how many months at this point, because in today's episode, we're going to talk about a word that a lot of people, even entrepreneurs, and I, I don't totally get it, but even entrepreneurs don't like this word. And the word is hard. There is so much emotional baggage around the word hard. And I want to spend today really talking about really just going over the fact that every single day, every moment of the day with every activity we do, we are picking our heart, especially in business. And why as entrepreneurs, every single day, you've got to be super conscious about what hard you're picking. So let me start out by saying, um, it has been an interesting couple of months for me. I have had lots of thoughts just running through my mind and lots of situations come up and just dynamics where I get to one level of hard. And then I wonder, like, I think I just want to break. And then another level of hard comes and then another level of hard. And then I complete that level of hard in my business. And I think I'm doing really great only to realize that that was the wrong level of hard to be completing in my business. Can anybody relate? You know, you, you write a book, you think that's the topic you want to talk about, and then you get mentored or coached by somebody amazing. And you realize, wow, I just wrote that book for nothing, or I created that course for nothing because that's not really my target market. And I'm pretty hard headed. So it takes me a few times to get the message, whether from the universe or from a coach. But I've been having this this inner dialogue about hard and about looking at hard in a different way. I think for a long time, I, I saw my life as being hard and hard, not in a good way, hard as in challenging, full of struggle, uh, full of loss, full of pain, full of, you know, you know how I, I used to define hard a lot being in this alone. I don't know if anybody can relate to that, but being in this alone for most of my life, I have defined hard as, man, I'm having to walk this alone. I'm having to do this alone. I'm having to, um, you know, go through this alone. Nobody knows what I'm going through. You know, the whole victim, woe is me story. I've told that story many, many times. And it wasn't until probably two or three years ago, I came across this Mark Batterson quote which comes from his book, The Circle Maker, that it really changed my perspective on hard. So Mark Batterson said, you are always one decision away from a totally different life. You are always one decision away from a totally different life. And that was the first moment where I said, this doesn't have to be hard, like painful struggle. Everything's pushing a boulder uphill. I can choose to make decisions that make hard worthy, that make hard challenging, that make hard resiliency. Like I can make hard work for me 
And it was Mark Batterson's quote that, that really opened my eyes to this idea that you are always one decision away from a totally different life. So that was the first moment. The second moment really came across when I was taking a spin class when I lived in Provo. And that probably was even before the Mark Batterson quote. And, you know, we'd get to the 30 minute mark of a 45 minute spin class. And she would always say, as we're going up a very steep hill in spin class, my, my spin teacher would say, we can do hard things. We can do hard things. And that was also an introduction to me of this whole idea of there is a sense of accomplishment and fulfillment and satisfaction. And I'd say even joy when it dawns on you that the things you go through and the things you thrive through and the things you build through, that they did not kill you. They did not put you on the floor and keep you there. That you had to go through these things so that you could understand your own power, so that you could see your own strength, so that you would know in the future, whenever the next big thing comes along, that you could handle whatever comes. And yes, we hear that a lot, right? We hear you never get more than you can bear. We hear you can handle whatever comes. We hear, you know, God would not bring you this far to leave you here. We hear all of these different quotes and sayings, but you don't truly understand the magnitude of your resiliency and your grit and your ability to have power until you have to become the version of you capable of thriving through hard. And so, over the last couple of years, I've learned to really appreciate hard, to really say to myself, yeah, the reason I'm going through this, the reason why there's this dry spell, the reason why, you know, this thing in my business isn't working or that thing in my business isn't working, or I feel like I'm putting in all of this work, you know, I create this course or I write this book or I do this thing. The reason why I'm going through all of these things in my business is so I can build up my belief in my ability as a creator to create something from nothing, because that's what every entrepreneur is. If you really think about it, every entrepreneur who's been successful creates something from nothing. And so in order for you to be the entrepreneur who can create something from nothing, you've got to know that you can do that. And the best teacher, the best supporter of you stepping into that you it's going to be life experience. I always say life is a very good teacher. Life is a very good teacher. If you, if you want to, to, to buck the currents of life, life will teach you so many things and you will learn. You will, you will learn because life is a very good teacher. But here's the thing. A lot of us look at the lessons that we get in our business. You know, when you, you do a webinar and two people show up, your mother and your father. You do a launch and nobody buys your product. You take a training course that you thought would revolutionize your business, but you didn't do what they told you to do every single week. They told you to do it. And then you wonder why you spent $2,000 on a course with that you didn't actually work and you blame the person who created the course for it. You know, you know what I mean? Um, we could go on and on about all of these things that happen in our lives and in our businesses that we look at and we go, well, maybe that's too hard for me. You know, I was thinking about it this morning. Um, I We all have certain beliefs about what we can and cannot do. And when I think about where I want to take my business, where I'm going to take my business, 
I always come back to this question of what are, what are areas of my life that other people may have difficulty with that other people may think, man, I can't really do that, that I've done with ease. Um, what are those things? So, and, and the first thing that comes to mind for me is education. And part of that is my mother built into me the knowledge that I would always excel in school. I don't remember having an existence where I did not know that I would be exceptional at school, that I would excel at school, that I would be a straight A student, that I would go to college and that I could do anything I set my mind to because my mother built that into me pretty much before birth. And so I think about how I feel about education and learning. And for me, I have this firm belief that I can learn anything I need to learn, that um, schooling, education, training is easy for me. And not easy in the sense that it, that I don't do work, but easy in the sense that whatever I put my mind to do when it comes to education, I can do. And so I look at that belief and I go, okay, so I believe that about school. I mean, I could get 15 degrees because I know I could, and they could all be in different subjects. I'd figure it out. That's my firm belief about that. So I look at my firm belief in everything is figure outable, as Marie Forleo would say, in school terms. And I say to myself, how do I bridge that belief over to business terms? Because where I'm taking my business, I've never been there before. Where I'm scaling it to, I've never done that. So how do I take what was given to me before birth and put in me before birth as a solid belief? How do I build that solid belief in business? And maybe you're asking yourself the same question. Maybe you're like, I've been an employee my whole life. At 50, I want to start this business, but I don't have any anchors of belief that say I can do this. How do I do that? And that's where today's episode comes in because what I'm saying to myself, and I hope you'll start saying this to yourself too, when it comes to building in a new belief about you as a successful entrepreneur, I'm saying to myself, I've got to pick my heart, right? So there are a couple quotes that I found on Pinterest that, that embody this whole idea of pick your heart. So the first one is this, leaving your comfort zone is hard. Staying broke is hard. Pick your heart, right? That relates to business. Like, yes, leaving your comfort zone of being used to being an employee and going to an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's hard. But so is staying broke. Pick your heart. Here's the other Pinterest quote that I found, which I'm working on right now because I'm up at four o'clock every morning working out for a long time and then working out in the evening as well. Losing weight is hard. Being fat is hard. Pick your heart. And you know, some people love their bodies at, at wherever they are. I can tell you, I do not love my body where it is right now at this moment. So for me, I, I had a moment probably a few weeks ago where I said, I cannot take the extra body fat that's on me right now. I, I can't like literally got to a point of this extra body fat that I've got on me is hard. It is way too hard, which now I'm up at four o'clock in the morning. I pick my heart. I'm not in love with cardio. Spin class is exciting and interesting, but after a while I want to be off the bike, but I'm picking my heart. So how do we pick our heart in business? Well, the first thing is we have to reframe how we're seeing hard. This is why emotional intelligence is everything. This is why EQ is the framework and the foundation upon which a successful business is built. Because if you don't see hard in the right way, 
you won't build hard in the right way. So let's talk about how we see hard. Number one, hard doesn't mean impossible. A lot of us are attributing hard in business to mean impossible. Like I could never have a $50,000 day. Notice I didn't say $50,000 month. A lot of us are, are thinking, well, I can't scale to six figures in six months. A lot of us are thinking, I can't get to seven figures in under three years. Hard doesn't mean impossible. So let's take that out of our current definition. Hard also doesn't mean torturous. Hard doesn't mean that it's like, you know, I don't know, just shackles around your ankles and just pushing a boulder uphill and breaking your back and destroying your life. Some of us see this whole successful business thing as if I build a successful business, I'm going to lose my family and my relationships and everybody I love. And I'm just going to be this Ebenezer Scrooge on Christmas alone, counting my money. Hard doesn't mean torturous. Hard doesn't mean you lose in the areas that matter most. But hard does involve work, which a lot of people, you know, they want fast, quick money. They, they buy the deep, well, not DVDs anymore, but they buy the programs that tell them how they're going to turn around and become massive real estate investors in two weeks. Yeah, those infomercials, those live workshop events that are free, they don't work. So hard doesn't mean impossible. It doesn't mean torturous, but it does involve work. It does involve, and a lot of people are not going to like this word, sacrifice. When I say sacrifice, I don't mean, let me get the biblical terms right. I hope it was Abraham, but I don't mean Abraham sacrificing Isaac, his son, as the sacrificial lamb. That's not what I'm talking about. But hard work, hard does involve work. It does involve sacrifice. And when I say sacrifice, this is what I mean. Choosing. There are many situations in life where you can have in this moment this or that, but you cannot have both. I'll give you a prime example. In any given moment, you can have fear or you can have faith, but they cannot exist in the same space in the same moment. So sacrifice, you can call it choosing, means Hard work means you say yes to one thing, you say no to another. In coaching, this is how we put it. Every yes is a no and every no is a yes. So hard does involve work. It does involve sacrifice or choosing, if you like that word better. It does involve a great investment of time. This is what people don't understand. These multi-million dollar businesses, yes, you may see an entrepreneur online who you love and they are, you know, in Maui one week and then they're in uh, San Francisco the next week and then they're in Hawaii for a month. What you don't see is they spent seven years before that in a ponytail or a bun and their sweats for 10 hours a day, seven days a week, building their business to the point where they could hire a team to now where they get to live that way. You see the after, you don't see the before or the during. And even before and after shots of life can be very deceiving. Like I love when people put their before shot before they lose weight and they're after. You know what I, I wish I could do? I wish I could just be recording every single day as I go on this weight loss journey. All of my during. Like the next two years of my life. So rather than two years from now putting a before and an after shot, I just do like a, you know how they make those videos that go super fast? Like a two minute super fast video that walks through a snippet of every single workout I had to do to get from 
zero to two years from now. Because the during is the transformation. It's not the before, it's not the after, it's the during. And the during requires enduring through a great investment of time. So yes, hard doesn't mean impossible. It doesn't mean torturous, but it does involve work. It does involve sacrifice. Call it choosing if that makes you feel better. And it does involve a great investment of time. Here's the thing, and this is how we get to picking your heart in business every single day. If you, like me, you're looking at your business and you're going, it really should be so much farther by now. It should be so much bigger by now. It should be so much stronger by now, so much greater by now. It isn't that, and and here's the thing, it isn't that you're lacking the ability to build a successful business. That's not the thing. Anybody, I'm so serious when I say this, anybody can build a massively successful business. Most never will, but anybody can. So it's not the issue that you lack the ability or the capacity to build a successful business, but you could be missing the level of commitment, the level of focus, and the level of hard work necessary to build your business because it takes all three. You got to be in it to win it. You can't let several days, several weeks, several months of no results. When I say no, I mean zero. Zero additional money in the bank, zero people signing up on your list, zero people coming to your webinars. You cannot allow any current temporary circumstance to take you away from your commitment to this business. So if you're not succeeding in your business, if your business isn't where you want it to be, what it's not your capacity or ability that's the issue. But what it probably really is, is your level of commitment, your level of focus. Are you focusing on what's working or on what's not working? Are you doing the work? Are you grinding it out? Or are you looking at what everybody else is doing on Instagram? And how you wish you were them by now. See the difference? And it could be your level of hard work that you get done every single day. Because those are the three things that are required. You need a certain level of commitment, a certain level of focus consistently, persistently for a long period of time, and a certain level of hard work to build your business. Now, let's get to how do I pick my business hard? Like, let me say, Let's say you, you, you hear this and you're like, yeah, I'm not my, my commitment, my focus, um, my consistency in doing and taking daily massive action. They're not where I want them to be. Well, I'm glad you have the awareness, self-awareness. Again, another quadrant of EQ of emotional intelligence. Beautiful to have self-awareness. So what do you do once you have an awareness that you, you, certain areas are not where you need them to be in order for your business to grow? Here are three questions to consider. When it comes to how you pick your heart and business, number one, and this is a big one, <laughs> are you willing to do what it takes for however long it takes? Lots of, lots of entrepreneurs don't like to hear this. I, there's a beautiful quote and, and it, and it's the quote that I'm going to use. So let me give you a little bit of backstory before we go to the deeper on that question and then into the other two questions. I'm in the process now of planning my first ever virtual summit, and it's called the Never Settle Again Virtual Summit. It's going to be totally free, so much value, so many experts who are going to really teach you how to focus on your most important dreams, prioritize your goals, organize your life, and raise the bar on your standards. So I'm 
creating this new virtual summit. This is new for me, totally you know, brand new, figuring out who's going to be at the summit and what experts are going to be here and, and how do I get them to do that? So I'm, I'm creating this never settle again virtual summit. And I'm thinking to myself, Wow, how am I gonna, how exactly am I gonna do that? Like, I barely have time for interviews for the She Runs the Show podcast. How am I gonna do over 21 interviews with 21 experts and make sure that I give to them the platform and the space and just how am I going to help them share their wisdom and knowledge with the world in a way that's profound and powerful when I don't even know how I'm gonna get you know, 10 more interviews done for She Runs the Show, right? Like this is the thing that I'm thinking. And another part of me is, is thinking, well, wow, you know, the Never Settle Again Summit. What if nobody shows up? What if nobody, what if people don't like it? What if they don't want to come? This is where picking your heart, these are, this is where these three questions become so important because it doesn't matter. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter about the temporary result of today because every result leads you to a better result because every failure is nothing more than learning and results, as Tony Robbins would say. So the first question is, are you willing to do whatever it takes for however long it takes? In other words, if you do your first virtual summit and nobody shows up and nobody signs up, will you do another one or will you quit? If you write your first ebook and only 10 people download it, Will you give up on the whole idea of writing ebooks, even though you love the process and 10 people's lives were absolutely transformed? Or will you go again and write another ebook? If you create a course that only 50 people enroll in, are you going to give those 50 people everything that you've got as if you had 5,000 people in the course? Or are you going to say, hey, I'm just going to refund you your money. It's not worth my time moving on to the next thing. When you're picking your heart in your business, the first question you have to ask yourself is, am I willing to do what it takes for however long it takes? Second question to consider when it comes to how you pick your heart in business. Ask yourself this, am I willing to believe past what I see and focus on the inevitability of the goal because I'm in this to win this? They call that inevitability thinking. How inevitable do you believe your business success is? And I'm, and I'm, I'm talking to us both when I ask this question, because I can tell you for anything that is education related for me, another master's degree, PhD, law degree, even a medical degree, I, I can tell you I have a hundred percent certainty and faith that I could figure that out, that I could get it done, that I could finish what I started. I don't have the same anchor of belief and faith in business because I haven't done it to the level that I want to do it yet. So here's the second question that you want to consider when it comes to picking your heart in business. Am I willing to, am I willing, like you don't have to know how to have that anchor of belief. Am I willing to believe past what I see and focus on the inevitability of the goal because I'm in this to win this. I'm not leaving till I figure this business success thing out. Are you willing to believe past what you see? And here's the third question to consider when it comes to how you pick your heart in business. Am I willing to take on a beginner's mind and constantly seek out new ways to approach and do things? Or do I already know what to do? I already know everything. I've read every book. I've taken every course. I've gone every co you know conference. And I'm discounting those mentors who could really take my business to the next level. You know, I've had to deal with myself a lot on this one because... 
I know a lot of the approaches in business. I know a lot of the business models. I have an MBA. So I've had to really force myself. When I say force, I mean force. Force myself in a beginner's mind because here's the thing. What did Stephen Covey say? Um, to know and not do is to not know. So yeah, you may know all the strategies. You may know how to build an online business. You may know the models that people are using that's working. You may know that webinar marketing is awesome. But if you're not doing it and you're not seeing the results, guess what? You still got a lot to learn. I still have a lot to learn. We still have a lot to learn. So these three questions... Am I willing to do what it takes for however long it takes? Am I willing to believe past what I see and focus on the inevitability of the goal because I'm in this to win this? And three, am I willing to take on a beginner's mind and constantly seek out new ways to approach and do things? Or do I already know what to do and I'm discounting those mentors who could really take my business to the next level? These are the three questions that are going to help you pick the right hard in your business. Now, I want to leave off with some Zig Ziglar stuff. Because Zig, um, may he rest in peace, really spoke to this, right? First thing Zig Ziglar said is, he says, it's what you learn after you know it all that counts. And here's the thing, the older I get, the more I'm like, I don't really know anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, when I was 16, you couldn't tell me a thing. When I was 21, I thought I would have it all figured out by 25. At 40, I'm like, yeah, I, there's a world that I need to learn, and I'm just starting. It's what you learn after you know it all that counts. Zig Ziglar also said, obstacles are put in your way to see if what you really want is really worth fighting for. Let me say that again. I mixed up the words a little bit. Zig said, obstacles are put in your way to see if what you want is really worth fighting for. Here's the thing. How badly do you want your financial freedom? How badly do you want this business? More importantly than that, how badly do you want to transform the lives of people you know you were meant to transform? See, when I get to that whole service thing and that like, when I think about the fact that I was put here to teach women how to win in business so they never again have to settle in life, I go, how badly do I want to help thousands if not millions of women do that and I go oof the passion just fires up in me because and and you you got to call that passion in and ask yourself the question because when obstacles come up the first thing the obstacle wants to do is kind of squish your passion you know um extinguish it but if you know how to transform obstacles and opportunities then you go oh wait what did Zig say Obstacles are put in your way to see if what you want is really worth fighting for. And then you go back to your why and you go, okay, facing this obstacle with email list building or facing this obstacle with launching a course or facing this obstacle with nobody's coming to my webinars. And my mission is to teach women how to win in business so they never again have to settle in life. Is moving through this obstacle and turning it into an opportunity worth it? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. That's how you get very clear with yourself about picking your heart. Here's the last thing that, that I'm going to give you that Zig said. He said, true joy comes when you inspire, encourage, and guide someone else on a path that benefits him or her. Let me ask you a question. We spent a lot of time in the beginning of business thinking about our heart, thinking about how challenging this is, how rough this is. You know, last night I was having a frustrating moment where I was just like, I am doing all of this on my own. 
I don't have a team. Um, there's so much to do. I'm behind on this and I'm behind on that. And I, there's just so much for me to do. How am I ever going to do? I, last night I was living in my heart. I was just a hot mess last night in my heart. But how different could last night have been for me if I would have just said, who am I encouraging today? Who am I helping today? Let me step out of focusing on what's hard and let me go back to my mission and let me say, what can I do right now to help someone else get further on the path that benefit path that benefits them? When you start over focusing on your heart from the negative perspective, when you start feeling overwhelmed and frustrated and agitated, when you start feeling like maybe this business dream is not for me, when you start feeling like I really want this, but I've never done it. I don't know anybody who's doing it to the level that I want to do it. Or maybe I do know people, but they, they are so much stronger in certain areas than I am. When you get to that moment, here's what I want you to remember. I want you to remember that there are going to be people out there who don't get helped if you don't live into your business potential. Yes, they'll hear the message from somebody else. Yes, they may even buy somebody else's program. They will not live up to their fullest because you didn't live up to yours. Can you really live with yourself by doing that? Oh, there goes my alarm. Can you really live up to yourself in that situation, knowing that you were meant to impact a certain number of people, knowing that you were meant to change their lives, knowing that you were meant to do this thing and you did not live up to what you were meant to live up to. Can you really live with yourself? So here's my call to action. I want you to pick your heart in business every single day. I want you to wake up and I want you to look at your heart, whatever your challenge is. Maybe it's email list building. Maybe it's even just coming up with what business you're going to even start out with. Whatever it is, I want you to recognize your heart for the opportunity that it is. And then I want you to face it and say yes to it. And then I want you to go serve other people. Like once you've done the whole, I see you, I know this is hard. I'm saying yes, yes, yes. Go focus on serving other people, lifting other people, helping other people. It will take you away from the negativity around hard and it will put you into the creation opportunity around hard. And here's the thing I'm going to say last and, and, and not least. If you know that you have any history of settling for less than you deserve, of not choosing yourself, of not living your life the way you were meant to live it. And that is seeping into your business because there's no way if you're settling in your life, you can be excelling in your business. They are so directly related. I'm going to do a whole other episode about that. If you know, or you know somebody who's settling, whether it's in life or business, I want you to send them to a place where they can get updates on this upcoming Never Settle Again Summit that I'm going to be holding in a few months because they're going to want to know the lineup of speakers. It's a free virtual event. They're going to be able to just have amazing sessions of transformation. Just If you've been settling, go to tinyurl.com forward slash never again updates and you will have that early access pass 
to my new virtual summit that is coming up in a few months. It is the Never Settle Again virtual summit. It is free. And if you want to know exactly what the dates are going to be, exactly who's going to be speaking there, you're going to want to sign up for the updates. So tinyurl.com forward slash never again updates. Because you know what? At the end of the day, this is, I, I, I'm creating a never settle again movement because there are a lot of us settling for less than we deserve. And it's time that we did what? Stop that. Stop that. So be sure to sign up for early access and updates at tinyurl.com forward slash never again updates. And again, final point, And I just want to say this again, leaving your comfort zone is hard. Staying broke is hard. Pick your hard. Pick your heart and then own it. Pick your heart and own it. That's all I'm going to say. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining in today's episode of Sharon's Show. You know, my alarms go off. I have alarms for just about everything. I'm, I'm kind of anal retentive that way. But thank you for listening. I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. 